0: Good evening, this is Quintus Curtius, and welcome back to Fortress of the Mind, Fortaleza da Menci. And I wanted to talk a little bit about an article that came across my Twitter feed on Friday. Some guys were discussing it, and it somehow popped into my feed, and I saw it. It just stuck in my mind a little bit, and I wanted to make some comment on it, because it's not what it what it appears to be, and I don't think it's what A lot of guys think it is, or at least the relevant issues are not what they appear to be. So let's take a look at this article and see what we can find out here. This is an article from the UK's Daily Mail, one of these tabloid-type publications, but the title is this, you know, they have these salacious titles in these articles always. It's Court Rules Man Must Pay or court rules man pay 65 grand of child support to the mother of a teenage girl he's only met once even though he is not the father so just from looking at that title you're led to believe that oh my god look at this horrible injustice look at this terrible thing that's happening an innocent guy is being forced to pay all this child support blah 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 but then when you probe a little bit deeper And when you bring to bear some experience, some actual knowledge of how this stuff works, of how these court systems work, you find that things are not quite what they appear to be. So let me read the article, and then we'll go into our analysis here. The article says, and I'll I'll post a link to this in the podcast uh, post here, a Texas court has ruled that a Houston man who is not the father must pay $65,000 in child support to the mother of a teenage girl he's met only once. Gabriel Cornejo of Cypress, Texas, a father of 3 who is also raising two of his brother's children, says he only found out his ex claimed he was the father of her 18-year-old girl, I'm sorry, of her 16-year-old girl last year. But even after a paternity test proved he wasn't the father, Cornejo is still being held liable for unpaid child support because a court says he did not contest the paternity suit when his former girlfriend, former girlfriend first submitted it in 2003. Cornejo, originally from Panama, insists he was never notified about his ex's claims at the time and is hoping to overturn the ruling when the case goes to court next month. The saga began last year when the dad got a knock on the door from a deputy who turned up with court papers claiming he had a daughter. Cornejo, who insists he never knew about the girl, set out to meet the now 16-year-old. The Houston dad, who described the teen as a wonderful girl who is very smart with a lot going for herself, decided to have a DNA test at the urging of his wife, Esmeralda Cornejo, and his ex. When the results came back, they were negative, And he said he was not the father. And then what happened after that was the ex, his ex is still demanding that he pays what what now totals $65,000 for the child that is not his. She first went to a Texas court in 2003 claiming Cornejo was the only possible father. Her lawyer, Karel Stith, claims Cornejo got a subpoena which he ignored and some child support was taken from his paycheck long ago, which he never fought. Cornejo claims he never received a subpoena and was not aware about the claim until last year. But the court has taken his ex's side, and unless he can convince another judge to change the order, he will face a bill of tens of thousands of dollars. So that's the gist of this case. That's the gist of this case. And... Let me see if I can find anything else relevant here. It says at the bottom of the article, it says that they say he should have fought back then and then he failed to do so, his lawyer Cheryl Coleman said. But how can you fight something you don't know anything about? So the girl's mother's lawyer said, don't stick your head in the sand. It won't go away and there can be consequences even if you don't do anything. All right. So, so this is the issue. This is the this, this is the relevant issue here. Should Gabriel Corneo have to pay sixty-five grand in child support for a child that is not his? Now, everybody in these situations gets fixated on the fact that the child is not his. Child is not his. Child, as if that somehow is an automatic determinator of everything. And the reality is, in the law, it isn't. It is not. It is not, because what. The relevant issue here is is that Mr. Cornejo never responded to the original paternity suit or allegedly never responded. He says he never got notice of it. He says he was never served with papers. He says he never knew anything. And the other side says he was. Not only do they say that he was served, that he was properly served with the paternity suit, but he also had a garnishment that was started and then stopped apparently on his paycheck. Now, as someone who's been practicing law in the real world for 18 years, I can tell you that it runs counter to my experience. When someone says, "Oh, I never got notice, I didn't know anything," and the other side is saying, "Here, here's the here's the uh, uh, the the return was filed with the court, the service of process was filed the rec- was filed with the with the court, valid service was obtained, your check was garnished." There's going to be proof of this stuff. So when John Q. Dirtbag says, I never knew or I didn't know, if I was a judge, I'm going to say bullshit, bullshit, okay? There's a doctrine in the law called latches, latches. It's an equitable doctrine. And this doctrine says, if you sleep on your rights, if you don't assert your rights at the time that you should assert them, then you lose, then you can forfeit your right to use those claims or defenses. Now, if a valid judgment was entered against this guy, service of process would have had to have been obtained. There's going to be proof of that. The process server, uh, either by personal service or certified mail service or publication service, will have filed something with the court. There's going to be records. Okay, There's going to be documentation for this. So, regardless of what John Q. Dirtbag says, it's going to uh, be a very uh, much of an uphill battle to say that you never got notice it's going to be very much of an uphill battle to say that because every dirtbag says that everybody says and it's something that, we, that i call the dirtbag shuffle the dirtbag shuffle is oh i didn't know i can't believe this is happening what's going on i don't know what's going on i uh, who's who could have should have would have done you know yeah And what a lot of people don't understand is that when you bury your head in the sand, when you play the whole I don't know what's going on game, if you play the hide-and-seek game or uh, out-of-sight, out-of-mind game, there's going to be fucking consequences to that. There's going to be consequences to that. Okay? The world doesn't operate under the presumption of, oh, if I just bury my head in the sand, things are going to go away. That's the lesson here. The lesson that I'm trying to communicate is if you snooze, you lose. If a problem develops, whether, whether you have a valid defense to it or not, it doesn't matter. You better do something. You better handle the problem because if you don't handle the problem, the problem is going to handle you and it will be a result that you're not going to like. You're not going to like that result, just like this guy is not gonna, doesn't like the result that he got. So what the situation is now? Again, I don't I don't I haven't read the court papers. I'm going off just what this article says. But I'm bringing to bear my own personal personal experience with these types of issues, and I can tell you that there's going to be most likely some paperwork saying this guy was validly validly served. He never responded to the petition, a default judgment was entered against him, and his check was garnished. So let's replay or let me give you my opinion about what happened. Again, I don't know the details, but I'm just speculating, okay? This guy didn't want to deal with it. And he thought he could just do the dirtbag shuffle and just leave town and get a different job, change jobs, move out of state, move to a different county or whatever. You know, he's maybe in the country where, in Panama, people do that. That's how you get out of stuff. You just kind of keep scamming and lying. Uh, Whatever, okay? I don't know. So... uh. It doesn't work that way, it doesn't work that way here. You can't just dodge the issue. You can't just bury your head in the sand because when you do that, bad things happen. so this guy's got a real uphill battle, you know, and that's the real issue whether whether the whether the child is yours or not yeah that 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 helps it 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 certainly helps. But that's not necessarily the end of the issue, because the other overriding issue is, why did you not respond? Why did you not respond? Now, what he should be able to do, if I was uh, his lawyer, I think what, uh, what a tactic that he could use is he could hire someone, go back to the county where the judgment was entered, file a motion to set aside the judgment, set aside the default judgment and claim manifest injustice say I don't who knows maybe there maybe maybe i'm giving this guy too much of a um you know negative presumption maybe he really did have a maybe he maybe he's telling the truth maybe he really never was notified maybe he never did get service of process it it's possible okay but if that's the case he's going to have to file a motion to set aside the judgment and i tell you what after 15 years or or 12, 13 years, it's going to be hard. The more time that goes by, the more of a presumption that you're stuck with the judgment. And he's going to have to try to file a motion to set aside the the court order and claim that uh, he never was served or he didn't understand. Maybe, you know, there there are valid defenses, but there are not many. There are valid defenses to this sort of situation. He can say, look, I was not represented by counsel. I did not read the English language. I did not know what was going on. I was not aware of the circumstances. Okay, And it's all going to come down to a fact-based analysis. The judge is going to have to weigh the equities. The judge is going to have to weigh the equities and decide who uh, the judge thinks is more credible. It's an interesting case. It will be an interesting case to see how it turns out. But my point here in making this podcast is: don't get distracted. See, everybody immediately goes into the mode of, "Oh, this poor victim; he's getting screwed by the, 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 the system," and there all this other stuff, and the whole system, and you know. And I say to that, bullshit, bullshit. Everybody was crying tears for this guy, everyone except me. And the way I see it is, hey, you know, you want to you want to do the dirt bag shuffle? Welcome to the jungle, dickhead you know, welcome to the jungle. You find out real quick how the real world works. If somebody serves you with papers, if you have an issue, you, you deal with the issue. You take action to deal with that issue. And that's my message here to everyone listening. If a problem comes up, you don't run the other way. You deal with the problem. You fucking fix it. That's the way this works. Not hiding. Not, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Let me hope that this all just goes away. So, no. If you're asking me my opinion, do I believe this guy that he didn't... No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that for an instant. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm just saying, based on my experience, my uh, many years of practicing law in the real world, not theoretical world, but real world, that uh, when someone says that, my bullshit detector goes off. Now he knew. He thought it was just going to go away. So it'll be interesting to see how it, uh, how it turns out. It's going to really be a battle of the judge is going to have to weigh the equities. The judge is going to have to look at the child's equitable interest in receiving this support money. And the judge is going to have to weigh that against... The possible, uh, if she believes his story, the manifest injustice of of tagging someone with support for a child that is not his, that's assuming that she believes his story, which I think is going to be an uphill battle. I think it's going to be an uphill battle. So we'll have to see how this plays out. But in, in any case, my point here is that life comes at you fast and when issues develop, you better be responding. You better, be, you better spring into action. Your ass better spring off that fucking chair and move into action to solve problems. This running and hiding and dodging and scamming bullshit, no, no, we don't do that here. That's not how this works. So you better remember that. All right, that's enough for now. I'm Quintus Curtius. good night.